Hello and welcome to Sex with Solette. I'm Solette, this is Joseph, and today we're going to be taking questions and telling stories. Yay! Yay! Alright, so as promised, these will all be anonymous. Anonymous listener says that his wife is a sub who wants to be taken to hand, but works nearly 18 to 20 hours a week for anywhere between one to three weeks at her job, which is home but contract-based. On what few days off she gets, he has tasks for her, but he is personally torn because he knows she gets basically zero personal time when she's on a client's job. So his question is, as a dominant in that scenario, where would you draw the line between compassion for her hyper-demanding job and desire to keep their dom-sub dynamic in place? That's a complicated question, and I'm going to defer to Joseph on this as the one with more experience doming. Okay. So the simple answer here is that there really is no simple answer. And I know that's a really shitty thing to say, but let me explain. Every dom-sub relationship, especially those that are around the clock, you know, 24-7 TPE or even semi-TPE, is different. And it can be an exercise in imagination as to keep those types of relationships flowing and healthy as life gets in the way. Not all of us are, you know, multi-millionaires who only have to worry about keeping their sub happy and leading a full life outside of the confines of everybody's working. You know, that, that doesn't happen in real life. That only happens in shitty fiction. To answer your question, though, find out what kinds of service can be done. And, I mean, I understand if she's exhausted or he's exhausted, whatever. Or, no, it it did say wife. If she's exhausted after a long day of work, then, yeah, of course, be compassionate. Be there for her. It's just something you have to find ways of allowing service to happen. For example, and I know this is really lame, but... After a long day of work, sometimes Solette here isn't physically prepared to do much else. But you know what? After she'll do a load of laundry or something and walk back into the living room, I will pet her behind her ears and tell her that she's been a good girl. Or I'll have some light sensation play with her. Or... I'll set out milk and cookies on the floor. You know, it's just, it's little things that can keep the dynamic active and playful and open. And uh, other than that, a big key, and I'm going to stress this every single time someone asks a question, is just a very free communication between the two of you. What is she capable of? What are you capable of? What kinds of things can you both do to help the whole scenario, the whole game, as it were, to be fun and joyful for the two of you. I know that's not like a, a, the greatest answer on the planet. That's not like telling you exactly what you need to do, but it's the honest truth. Every case is going to be different. And unfortunately, I don't have just a panacea for uh, difficult times in a, a dom-sub type scenario. But there is no doubt in my mind that... You can work through it. Everyone has that capability. Every relationship that has the amount of trust needed to be in a real solid dom-sub type dynamic can can make their way through. I believe in you. 
Back to you. Okay. So additionally today we asked and were answered. I have three wonderful stories for you guys today. Uh, I'm going to save my favorite for last though. Okay. The first says, I used to tell this to computer acquaintances while comparing sex stories, but they would never believe me. This involved very risky behavior and I do not condone it because you could seriously hurt or kill someone with your car. Okay. You know it's easy going down on a guy who's driving. Not the safest thing, but still. One night, me and my husband, not sure he may have been my boyfriend at the time, were driving around because there's nothing fucking else to do here in this podunk town. We were drunk, and I decided he should go down on me while I drove. Why not, I thought. I was wearing a dress, no underwear, easy access. I stretched out my right leg across the seat and tilted my pelvis, working the pedals with my left foot. Oh Holy shit. That's impressive. Go you. Uh, you know what? Go you. Whatever the rest of the story is. Go you. It was so hard to do. It was all very fuzzy, and I'm sure some people got an eyeful at the red lights. It was... I really had trouble concentrating. It was fun, but dangerous. We're lucky we didn't crash. For some reason, people seemed to think I made this up. I don't think it's that unbelievable. I guarantee it happened. I believe you, and go you. I'm impressed. Yeah, no shit, right? I don't think I could do that. <laughs> uh, like, I'm trying to move my leg right now, and... No, she really is. It's actually <laughs> embarrassingly funny. I don't think I could drive like that. Okay, I mean, that's... I mean... I've gotten roadhead before, and I've 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 played with women while they were driving before. But I don't know if I could bring myself to go down on a woman while she's driving, just from the logistics involved. I'm sorry. Go you. All right, number two says, I know you didn't ask this, but I wanted to tell the strangest place I ever had sex was in a crane. Yep, a crane. On a trip to Florida, my friend and I met a couple of guys and went to the beach at night. He was all hot to fuck, but we had no towels, no nothing, and I don't care how romantic it looks in the movies, but sand in my twat was not my idea of a good time. Good call there. Good call. Lo and behold, there had been construction recently, and the crane was sitting there. So we went into the cabin of the crane, him in the seat, and me straddling him, those big gear shift things sticking up all over the place. What was funny was we were right next to a condo complex with hallways. Cranes are a lot noisier than you think, so whenever I'd start humping furiously, the metal door on the crane would clang, and it reverberated all through the complex, echoing. Kabang, kabang, kabang. <laughs> oh, this is fantastic. Oh. <clears throat> okay, oh. no, wait, no. Remember, I told you I saved my favorite for last. Oh, Here we go. Can we, can we talk about the potential for. I mean, if this crane is a rockin', don't come a knockin'. I don't know. <laughs> that's great. That's. That's great. I love you, people. Okay, so, last one, my favorite. When, uh, I'm gonna just say B, and I lived in Dallas, he was working for a time with the Reunion Parking Lot Department. 
One night, we get all liquored up and go to one of the reunion multi-level parking garages up to the top floor. He had to get out at each level to remove and replace the barricades. We got to the top. It was beautiful. Downtown Dallas, right there. A beautiful starlit night. We had a blanket in our trunk, which we laid out next to the car. We screwed until the cows came home. I love that saying. Until the cows came home? Yeah, I do. I don't know why. I never use it, but... God, I love that saying. Because you're a farm boy. Shut up. We got dressed, folded up the blanket, and put it away. We got in the car, getting ready to leave, when someone starts walking towards us. Turns out he's the night security for the lot. He was making sure we were leaving and telling us we had to go. On the way out, I was realizing he waited until we were done. He must have watched. I was so embarrassed. Oh, no, it gets better. Oh, it gets better? It gets better. Oh, my God. But what was done was done, you know? But that's not the end of it. Months later, we took a friend of mine out to dinner. We went to Reunion Tower. I don't know if you're familiar with the Dallas skyline, but it's at the top of the big ball. We went to dinner in the rotating restaurant, which literally rotates. So we're sitting there talking, and there, there comes... Into plain view, the parking lot we were fucking on. It never occurred to us that there were loads of people in that ball. We stopped talking and looked at one another instantly, like we both realized it at the same time. That's not all. We went to the observation deck afterwards, one level down from the restaurant with coin-operated telescopes. (laughs) We eyed each other as we realized people could have been purposefully paying to watch us oh that's great oh see this is why i asked people to send me their stories that was hilarious that's probably the best thing i've heard all week oh god that was great that was great so please by all means uh send your stories to sex with solette that's s-o-l-l-e-t-t-e at gmail.com and we will read them anonymously on the show uh, you can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter, although I still don't know how to use Twitter. You really just, like, type stuff and it goes online. Like, I know, but really... I, I keep going over the characters that they allow. Oh, God. She is very verbose. Very, very verbose. So, yeah, send us your questions and your stories. We really appreciate it. And uh, be safe. Be sexy. Bye.